Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by millions, James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by millions, Steve Dash Rinko Lieber. the wrong and the wronger, and you got the Steve V, the Ole, the OG, the sexy, the boy, and you got Breakwell, the 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 Breakwell, and you, you're everybody's here, and you're experiencing all the grandeur and all the loveliness of Olivas and everything that Breakwell brings to the table, which I'm not sure what that is, but welcome. Welcome to Wrong and Wronger, the podcast where we argue about things that don't mean anything to anybody. And believe me, we are well aware of just how few people tune in. And James, that makes the polls really kind of meaningless <laughs> when you think about it, right? I have not seen a streak of victories like this. Since I, I don't even know. I was going to compare it to something as sports, and I don't, I don't even know enough about sports. This is like a, a Muhammad Ali-like like streak of wins or an Anderson Silva-like streak without the leg break at the end. And that's one reference you're not going to get. Uh, but I, it doesn't even make sense anymore. Like, I feel bad. Like My wife is making up excuses. She's like, well, you do have a lot of followers. Like Everybody just feels bad for you. There was a day where we could go toe-in-toe, and we were we were – Trading back and forth, we were equals, we had yeah. penalty videos, and then yeah. I got better and you stayed the same, and that was that. We were just we were just done. I zeroed in on your weaknesses. You talked to me just a little bit too much, and I figured out what's wrong with you, which is everything. And as long really? as I focus on that, I'm gonna win every time. So as long as you focus on everything, is that what you're saying? Everything about you. I just gotta make it about you, and that's a sure victory for me. <laughs> James, I had this conversation with the intern who shall remain nameless, and I mentioned to her, everybody votes on their computer, and your phone is basically a handheld computer, so it really opens the door for Chinese and Russian <laughs> interference in the poll results, and so I can't even look at these as valid until there's some kind of congressional investigation, and we're going to launch it very soon. We're going to appoint a special counsel, and we'll get to the bottom of this, James, because what has happened cannot happen. What motivation would the hackers have to sway things in my favor? I don't, they're trying to get in your good graces because you have a million some oh, followers. That's what it is. And I, I don't know. They're trying to curry favor so, from you. You know how they are. If James. there's anything the billion people in China need, it's a million more. That's that's what we're they going for. A little break well quid pro quo. Mm. A quid pro break woe is what they need. <laughs> they pronounce it weird in China. But yeah, that's what I think it is. It's got to be some kind of interference from an external body. Speaking of external bodies, your body is worse than usual today with that hat. I, you sent it to me a full day earlier. You're supposed to record yesterday, then you had a crisis and we delayed, and I had a full day to ruminate on that stupid hat, and the character you came up with to go with it was just as bad as I thought. And I gotta know, you posted a Walmart selfie the other day. Did you buy your gangster hat at Walmart? No, no, I have all these ahead of time. So this I packed in the suitcase. Oh. I'm in Orlando, Florida tonight. And TSA didn't. And so I had this plan. That went through the metal detector. Nobody tased you. I don't know. I checked the bag, so it dealt. Somebody down below dealt with it. I have things in my suitcase that are way more incriminating than this hat, James. Should I ask? 
of course not. Yes, we were supposed to record yesterday, but my wife had a little dust up with a kidney stone and ended up in the hospital. So our 15-year-old had to drive her home because she was kind of whacked out on pain medicine. And it hasn't passed. Like, she was in agony all day today. And I'm in Florida, which is its own special kind of agony, if I can at least throw that in for me. That's good. If there's one place I'd like you to be in a time of a crisis, it's many states away. So you just keep doing what you're doing. It's the best for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Things happen when I'm on the road because I'm ever not on the road. So if anything happens, it's going to happen when I'm on the road. But James... I is I'm not sure if we're ready to go into the compliment phase. <laughs> I will mention one horrible, horrible human being gave us a thumbs down again last week. I don't even care that I lost now that I know that there's some kind of external interference in the polling system. And uh, but we had the thumbs down again. And I don't know what evil lies in the hearts of people, I don't, James. I don't, but this has to be your people. You know what? I had a video the, the other day of my kid just doing impressions, and somebody gave it a thumbs down. Like, people are heartless. That's just <laughs> really. Yes. Oh my god. That's just that's just what it is, man. They're just gonna jump on it. There's always gonna be somebody. And now that they know that it hurts you, they're just going to keep doing it. You've Again, you've exposed what's wrong with you, which is everything. Just one of your many weaknesses is extreme sensitivity to criticism, which is weird because I do nothing but rip on you for 15 minutes in these videos, and you couldn't care less. But one person who you'll never meet gives you a thumbs down, and it sends you into an existential spiral for days. You know, James, after our very first episode of Wrong and Wronger, someone commented that arguing with you is like getting bit by a golden retriever. Like, <laughs> it may hurt, but they don't really mean it. Oh. <laughs> I am so offended by that right now. <laughs> that hurts way more. That's like getting bit by a bulldog right there. That's a brutal insult. <laughs> Well, if I may, can we segue into the compliments section of our program? Should we say what the episode's about first? I'm pretty sure everybody passing through has already given up. Did I not say that? No, no. This is the problem with having to get totally drunk in order to put up with Breakwell. Like, I I start losing things cognitively. Yeah, there was nothing there to lose in the first place. The topic today (laughs) is one-story houses versus two-story houses. We're segueing from the last episode, which was escalators. Should you walk up them or stand on them? In which Steve was soundly defeated for i believe the 14th week in a row an incredible string of victories um the but but yeah i don't know why i'm laughing you, 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 that's all you can do to keep from crying but this week we're yeah. just going to keep going to that theme the up and down theme one story house versus two story house which is better but go ahead and compliment me feel free to compliment that string of victories if you'd like that's that's a good place well, to start it's funny you bring that up because that has nothing to do with <laughs> But the topic today is about houses. And James, my compliment to you is finally breaking down and realizing that all of the insults you've thrown at Olivas for the past several years because of the size of his house (laughs) have now fallen flat because you will get a manner that makes my house look like something Snoopy and Woodstock lived in behind Charlie Brown's place. You're going to get the Breakwell Manor, which, if I'm not mistaken, encompasses most of suburban Indianapolis. You know, if it goes through, we're waiting. we got to get our own house appraised because we just finished renovations. we got to figure out if we just lit all that money on fire or not. And I paid the appraiser up front, which was just stupid because now he won't give me a number. So I, I don't want to pester him too much either because if I make him mad, he's just going to give us a low number. He's like, yeah, your house is worth 50 bucks. I'm like, well, crap, now we're screwed. So... 
So I'm kind of, I, I, yeah, he, he, he went through the house last Thursday, our house, and he has yet to get back to me. So we'll, we'll see. Maybe he's just going to ghost me. As for that other house, it's never going to leave up to the, the Steve Olivas Manor, which is brick and new and state-of-the-art. And this is old, and it's going to take just a ridiculous, like, HGTV level of renovations. And we probably can't even afford to get in the door in the first place. At this point, it's just a dream. And we all know what happens to dreams in the real world. They just get crushed. That's where oh, we're at. Wow. But no, the Steve Olivas Manor, that is a reality. That is the reality that does the crushing of other lesser homes around it. It casts a shadow like Mordor over the surrounding land. You've got people. It's so big and so secure. He posts pictures of his house all the time, just begging somebody what? to look him up and find him. And you can't because he lives like in a walled community. You've got to crawl through <laughs> barbed wire and trenches and minefields. He's totally safe. Like the CIA couldn't get him if they want to. I mean, that is a manner. Sure. I will never live up to your high standards on that. <laughs> well, wait, I'm so touched with how you took the compliment, James. Now, what compliment do you have for me? Because obviously you haven't gotten there yet. Well, that's disappointing. So I have to think of something again. <laughs> I just got done unloading. Now I've got to change gears and insult you in compliment form. And that's not always an easy transition to make. I would, no. I would like to uh, compliment you on dragging your wife down with you. Probably my <laughs> my least and most favorite Steve Olivas episode was Steve Olivas with the kidney stones, where you were just totally incapacitated for oh days God, and yes. posting pictures of frozen peas and all that. Now it turns out your wife gets <laughs> kidney stones all the way. Uh, all the time too not only is your personality toxic your health is toxic you just you're like you, you just you you seep out your aura of ill will permeates through your entire family and it's no wonder your wife doesn't want you to come home but you know what it's better to make a strong impression than no impression at all so i would like to compliment you for leaving your mark on that <laughs> family even if it's going to put them all in the emergency wow. room wow all right. Well, that was uh, one of the more painful compliments I've ever had to field. But as per usual, we are almost out of time. We have to get to the debate at some point. And uh, did Superfan Judy P ask for your address, James Breakwell? Because she let me know there's a care package coming Olivas's yes. way. By the way, I got the same card you did, but it was better. It was filled with a much more heartfelt message, and you could just tell it was what? it was signed with a deeper level of caring than of her experience. And my care package is on the way as well. Our we might only have one one listener, but you know what? She's amazing. So I got that going she for is us. Amazing. All right, we are gonna flip the 1965 North. Normal. Oh, Steve. I got nothing. I got nothing. I don't even carry cash anymore. Mrs. Steve doesn't allow it. What will the two sides represent for you? At some point, I'll be back home and I'll have the Guam quarter of fate, but not today. Uh, heads, I'm arguing a one-story house. Tails, I'm arguing a two-story house. All right. Heads is a one-story. Tails is a two-story. It is up. It is down. And it is heads. You have a one-story house, James Breakwell. That's good, because you know what stairs are? A death trap. That's why when you get old, you buy a house that has what? one story. So there's nothing to trip and fall down. It's not unsafe. You don't have to put in the extra exercise. Everything is conveniently there. The new big trend in houses is main, store, main story master suites. Because then you get, the house grows up with you. You age into the house, and you don't have to get moved out into a nursing home. Like the house that I'm in right now, <laughs> there were the two owners ago it's only ever had three owners 
and uh, or maybe four, but she was she was born in this house and lived here till she was like ninety five, and she could oh my she God. could not go up the stairs at the end. So they had to turn my old office into her bedroom, and they had to put a shower in the hallway and all this stuff because the oh majority of the God. house she couldn't get to because it was upstairs. When my grandparents wow. moved into town, they had to make sure to get main floor living because they can't do stairs anymore. It's a <laughs> it's a common thing. And uh, even when we were looking at this other house, people, you know, cause as soon as I put anything personal out there, they're emailing me like, make sure your stuff's on one story because you're going to get old someday. <laughs> like, it's a very common thing. But you know who else stairs are horrible for? Kids. They fall down the stairs. They roll. They, they break things. They break your stuff. They break themselves. It's so unsafe. And you know who else is unsafe for? Adults. You're walking down the stairs in the dark. You're carrying three things. You can trip and fall, twist an ankle. Somebody as clumsy as you can surely relate to that. Uh, so, yeah, I, why would you add an extra hazard if you don't have to? One story is where it's at. Why would you have to? That's not even a rhetorical question, James Breakwell. There is an answer to that question, and that is elbow room. <laughs> that you have 27 children, and I would imagine you don't want to share a floor with those children. So I'm going to take your idea of the main floor master, <laughs> and then I'm going to split off the rest of the family onto a whole other zip code, which is the second floor. Now you can do anything downstairs and the kids won't be none the wiser. They can do anything upstairs and you won't be none the wiser. It creates family harmony. Plus, a lot of times now, there's like an extra bonus room over the garage that's like a first and a half of the floor. <laughs> and that can be the kids' play area. They can be up there. They're not on the same level with you. You can kick up your feet and watch a ball game. You and Mrs. Breakwell can do any kind of adult recreational <laughs> activities with or without pants. And it's all in the privacy of your own level. It's like the kids have their own apartment upstairs. It's a beautiful thing. And what's wrong with having stairs to walk up and down? The kids need to learn coordination. They've got to learn to pay attention to their surroundings, have their head on a swivel. And if they fall, it toughens them up. Gets them ready for real life. For someday doing a podcast that they just can't get out of. It's like the Death Star, drawing them in like a tractor beam every week. And lastly, we just add square footage. Now, your home that you're looking at, which takes up the entire western half of Indianapolis's <laughs> fancy suburbs, that thing is sprawling because you want it all on one level. And so if you need like 11,000 square feet, it takes up almost like a country mile squared. But you can put that in or cut it in half, put half of it on top. Now you have double the square footage with the same footprint. You get a little extra yard. Although it sounds like the yard for you can be like, you don't need a lawn mower. You need a bush hog to get that thing done. <laughs> You need a team, an army of lawn mowers on those riding things that they stand up on. So you don't understand this part, James, because you've got the money you can shell out for as big of an estate as you want. <laughs> I wish. The rest of us, we've got to fit it into like a subdivision lot, like a half acre lot. And so you got to go up to get the square footage you need to make everybody happy. And I know you have a thing against happiness, James. <laughs> I read your email every week. And so I understand how that doesn't appeal to you. But the voters who we all love and cherish, except for you, the voters, they like happiness and fun and privacy and security also, and which is why I know they're going to vote Steve. 
Yeah, you know who else is happy? People who stay alive. A one-story house is much <laughs> safer. If there's a fire, you know, and that you just go out the window. You don't have to jump. You don't have to barrel roll. You just climb right out the window if you're trapped, and you are safe. Or a firefighter can walk in through that window when you're done. If you have a two-story house, right now we finished our attic. We got three stories up there. If this house catches on fire, man, it's going to be be bungee jumping out that window. It is going to be ugly. It is. Oh, wow. Yeah. I hope the rest of the family gets out, but yes. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're survivors, but they're going to have to jump out their own windows too. But from the second story, I got to do the third story jump. Thanks for thanks for sympathizing with me, Steve. I'm glad you're concerned with my survival. It's. Mm, I can't believe you thought that, but all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, I know I'm just hurt. Now you just derailed the whole argument. I can't think. I, you, just because I have a better argument and a better floor plan, you want me to die. Like, And also, you don't need two stories to have privacy. This is going to blow your mind, but here in Indiana, we have this cool invention called doors. And when we need privacy, we just close them. Some of those doors even have locks on them. Sure. And with the, the sure. best floor plans, if you want, you got the master bedroom on one wing of your one-story house, and you got the kids' rooms on the other wing. You just put them on opposite sides of the house. They're separated by a kitchen in a family room and you are good to go there are a million layouts that don't require you stacking people on top of other people if you go to two stories though you've got those kids up above you, you act like you don't know what they're doing you know exactly what they're doing because you can hear them running around <laughs> throwing bowling balls at each other lighting stuff on fire <laughs> tossing dynamite you hear it all the pitter patter of little feet is more like the clomping of devil hooves it just it radiates everywhere it haunts your dreams i would rather have them on one story with me so they're not above me they're they're on level with me and I can get there that much faster to stop them because that's the kind of parent I am the parent who stops their kids from playing with dynamite and bowling balls and you wish you could do the same <laughs> I constantly explain to my children we have one kid too many and uh, I don't know which one of you is going but it's got to be one of them well, James, we, we do have to get out of here, which is unfortunate, because I could go through a litany of reasons why you're wrong and I'm right, but I'm fairly certain the voters who are remarkably intelligent people <laughs> will reason through that themselves and do the right thing. Let them know, James, how do they do the right thing this week? All right, well, if you want to do the right thing and vote for James in one-story houses, vote for 98. If you want to do the wrong thing and vote for two-story houses and Steve, vote for 80. And if you want to throw your vote away with a random option, vote for 12. All right. So if you want to look deep in your heart, and you, you, you voters, you know, you've got to face yourself in the mirror every morning and go to those deep places when they're the recesses of your soul and come up with rationales of why you do what you do. This week, it's time to liberate your soul. Put the wings of eagles on it and soar to the heavens with Olivas. Vote for 80. Vote for Steve. If you want to vote for James and just uh, condemn yourself to a lifetime of misery and pain like Breakwell did, he sort of did a reverse deal with the devil. It kind of backfired <laughs> on him, and now here we are. But vote for 98. If you want to throw your vote away, vote for 98. I'm not even going to tell you the other one. But we got to get out of here. We're running late. So until next week, I will say thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Hit the subscription button on all of the places where you listen and watch. And until next week, this is Steve Olivas, Dr. Steve for James, the exploding unicorn breakwell, saying thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And remember, two wrongs can make a right.